0: Need a healer, not just a feel-good drug. Need a liver, not just a different place to run. Cause I've been searching for something that I'll never find in places that I shouldn't be leaving behind. I need to give. Welcome to Christians with Secret Addictions. And now, here is your host, Terry Hanna. Greetings, and it's meeting time. Happy New Year to all. And to our new listeners, welcome. We're here every Sunday to help anyone caught up in an addictive or fractured lifestyle. Let me start out by reviewing what I've learned and experienced about addiction sin precipitates addiction. And the dictionary defines addiction as to give oneself habitually or compulsively. In Latin, it's called addictus, to give or award to another as a slave. And it manifests itself in many ways, alcohol, drugs, pornography, gambling, gluttony, overspending, excessive work, internet, and even the cell phone. It's a broad highway with dead-end lanes. Addiction has been diagnosed as a physical, mental, and spiritual disorder. It starts in our mind. Physically, it's called compulsion. That's the compulsive use of alcohol, chemicals, or any type of sinful behaviors with the inability to stop once started. Mentally, it's called obsession. The overpowering urge to continue doing that which is destroying our lives and that of our loved ones. Our sinful behaviors escalate into a biological disorder. We literally poison, we short-circuit the pleasure center of the brain, which processes feelings of gratitude, reward, and enjoyment. And then we succumb to Satan's demands for more forbidden fruit, more sin, seeking gratification and the end result negative consequences. And spiritually, we end up with a heart problem. You see, addiction will travel from our mind to our inner being, our soul. We become self-centered, self-absorbed. We abandon God. And the God we love with all our heart is our addiction. We become idol worshipers. Now, I know this sounds like doom and gloom, But here's the good news. Anyone caught up in the bondage of addiction is a lost soul whom God loves and wants to rescue. We learned that in Ephesians 1, 4. Before he made the world, God loved us. Now, you might be asking yourself, do I need rescued from addiction or do I have a bad habit? Well, let's clear that up with some thought-provoking questions. This bad habit. Are you keeping it a secret? How long has it been ingrained in your life? How many times have you tried to stop to no avail? Is it causing sin in your life, pain, consequences for you or your loved one? Are you living with guilt, shame, feeling of helplessness and hopelessness? Here's a big one. Does this bad habit compete with Jesus for your love? and your affection. And if you've answered yes to just a few of these questions, I know your new year isn't starting out so happy. And perhaps your bad habit is truly a clinical definition of addiction. And just perhaps God, with his divine intervention, has you joining us today. You see, yours truly and millions of others have been rescued from Satan's bondage of addiction, freed from worshiping idols of sin, alcohol, chemicals, and so on. I want to tell you. I'm not a pastor, I'm not a theologian, I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm a Christian man. I'm an ambassador of Christ that's been healed from the insidious disease of multiple addictions for over 28 years. And how did that happen? By accepting, by receiving, and surrendering to the power of my Savior, Jesus Christ, by willingly agreeing to short-term and long-term treatment centers, a safe haven where my brain started to heal. And I travel on a spiritual journey of restoration, implementing spiritual principles found all throughout scripture. And I continue my safe haven by attending recovery meetings, much like this one, with like-minded people, receiving prayer, support, encouragement, mentoring, and hope. And I also receive this from my Bible teaching church. Now, if you're honest with yourself, if you're open-minded to do what we do, if you're willing to join us, you too will recover. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you surrender to his spiritual principles, his survival skills, you too will be healed from your bad habit, your addiction. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, God tells us, I know the plans I have for you. They're plans for good to give you a future and hope. Folks, God has a game plan for you. First, he has a great physician that you can contact that will free you from your darkness of addiction and sin. He has a prescription medicine that will heal you. He has a safe haven for you where this healing takes place. Now, the great physician is the one we just celebrated and worshiped this Christmas season. Yes, the baby Jesus, but it's really about the man Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. We all know John three sixteen God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He so loved the world, folks, that's you, that's me. Jesus is the prince of life, and we don't have to wait until we're in heaven to find this new way of life. We can have this new way of life this very day. How can that be? John eight twelve teaches how that can be. I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to light. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus was eating with the tax collectors and the sinners, and the Pharisees were looking at him with jaundiced eye and asking him, why do you live with these low lives? Here was what Jesus said. Here's Jesus' response. Healthy people don't need a physician. Sick people do. And I came not to call the righteous, but those who know they are sinners that they're sick and they need to repent. So, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're tired of existing in the darkness of idol worshiping, existing as a slave to Satan's lies, to his demands, Jesus, the light of the world, the great physician is waiting to lead you out of the abyss of addiction and onto a pathway of a new life and recovery. In Romans ten nine, Paul teaches if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus was raised from the dead, we'll be saved. Jesus wants to save you. We have no reason to try to hide our sins, our secret addictions from God. He knows them anyway, and he loves and accepts us just as we are because of what Christ has done on our behalf. Why not ask this great physician, the light of the world? to forgive you for your sins and rescue you from Satan's control. And if you've done that already, don't you think it's time to repent and ask the Holy Spirit to start guiding you so you can follow his will? Listen, Jesus wants to dine with us as well. He wants to serve us spiritual food. That's the prescription for our healing. In 2 Timothy 3.16, we learn all scripture is given by inspiration of God, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions, for righteousness. Folks, we're talking about the Bible. These principles come from the Bible, and that's what teaches us what's right, what's wrong in our lives, how to correct them, and our journey of healing. Now, in our meeting, we're going to be introducing twelve steps of these spiritual principles that correspond to Scripture. But here's the here's the thing. We have to take our medicine as prescribed in order for healing to take place. Now, let's talk quickly about the safe haven. God works through people, and these people are at recovery meetings like this. The ultimate weapon in recovery is the recovering addict sharing their way of life with those still suffering. It's a place, folks, where you can be real. See, we understand what you're going through. We've been there. We've done that. And we're done with that way of existing. In Second Samuel 22, 29, King David sang these words after God gave him victory in battle. You, Lord, are my lamp. The Lord turns my darkness into light. And you, too, can find victory in this spiritual warfare, victory from the brokenness, wounds, and decline of addiction. Now, we just learned the difference of a bad habit and an addictive lifestyle. Next week, we're going to learn the difference from hearing to listening. You see, before God can transform us into the person he created us to be, we must not only be hearers of the word— hearers of the 12 Steps of Recovery, but listeners and followers of his spiritual teaching. Join us next week and listen for the Holy Spirit's direction. Amen.